Manufacturing Talk Radio. We are going to have a very interesting show today because we're talking about kind of a new a new thing in Wi-Fi. And so we're kind of excited to talk with Julian Zyma, who is from Wiferian. And he is coming to us from uh, Freiburg, Germany, the Black Forest area of Germany. We're going to have a great time, Lou, talking about what's new and exciting in Wi-Fi. Well, I'm up, I'm one up on you. I already had a conversation with uh, Julian. <laughs> and, uh, it's really amazing. And uh, uh, I'm going to tease our audience a little bit. Uh, some of the technology that uh, Julian has uh, created, I actually saw the conceptual idea of it in a popular mechanics magazine back about 50 years ago. So uh, I know I don't look that old, but it happens. <laughs> so Tim, take it away. Julian, give us an idea for our, our observers, our viewers, what Wiferian is and what exciting stuff you're doing. Yeah, great. So. Uh, Lee and Tim, thank you again for inviting me to the show. I'm, I'm very, very happy to be part of it. Um, basically, what, what, what we started or what, what we're doing is everybody knows nowadays there are wireless chargers out there for your, for your smartphones. Uh, nowadays, there's a new cars. You use it. You just don't plug your phones anymore. And uh, the similar topic has been used in electric toothbrush, for example, which you have on, in your bath shelves. And you basically put it on, on the stand and it gets charged the next day. So you don't, you don't have to worry about plugging it something. And actually that kind of idea, uh, transporting energy through the air without any plugs or without any contacts that are, let's say, physical need to be attached to each other. That was the idea of our startup here uh, in Freiburg in Germany, which we developed uh, roughly three years ago, started the serial production. We are a team uh, around 40 people. Um, and starting actually to produce some kind of a larger pad, a little bit larger than the one that you have to charge your, your smartphone. It's like 10 by 10 inches. But to, to get an idea what we're doing, and we're going to go into details why it's very valuable for the industry, we basically, with that little plate, we could charge uh, 3,000 electrical toothbrushes in a second. So basically, just, just imagine what we are trying to do. We transporting energy over a gap in the air without having any contacts to uh, the other side of the vehicle. So what kind of a device is going to use this energy? I mean, I want to go a little bit back. Everyone, especially in our industry manufacturing, we all know we have a change in, in the way we do stuff. So the, the robotics is the revolution of robotics has basically started. There is automated guided vehicles. There's autonomous mobile robots on the shop floor, on the warehouses. Uh, we have forklifts. And yes, most of them um, are now doing electrical or having electrical parts. And the critical point is how do we get enough energy in the battery system to make my vehicle either on the shop floor, on a manufacturing site, or on the warehouse, making sure it's running permanently and I don't have too much, let's say, stopping or braking uh, brakes or uh, charging brakes in order to make sure I can run my operation. And that's exactly where we're coming into place. We want to change the way people are thinking about the battery. So actually, the energy 
charging process, which normally takes place after eight hours of operating the forklift or eight hours of operating the AGV, the vehicle and the autonomous mo mobile robot needs to go somewhere. Someone plugs in the vehicle. It stands there for four to six hours getting charged again. And then when it's ready, it comes back on the shop floor. So that's great that there's opportunities like that. But actually, that means those six or four hours, the vehicle is pain. It's pain because there's no money. It doesn't work for you. And it costs you money because you need another one, another additional vehicle, which is doing the job separately. And that's just for a one-on-one -on -one case. Just imagine you have a hundred of robots and 30% of those are always standing somewhere and getting charged. So we came up with the idea, how can we generate a charging solution that is actually implemented into the ground in your process of the manufacturing or of your warehouse process? And that is basically where Varian implemented this inductive charging plate. What we do, we install them at bases or at locations in the warehouse or in the manufacturing where the vehicle stops anyway for a certain amount of, of time. For example, by unloading buckets, or if you are having a tucker train where, which uh, carries five carts around uh, your logistic loop, always there's a stopping uh, break where it gets unloaded and there's a small time of being charged. And that is what we do. We rapidly charge batteries without any interference of human mankind. No one needs to press a button. Automatically, the system realizes, oh, there's a vehicle. The battery is maybe only 60% um, full. So I have now 30 seconds of charging time. And the, the fantastic thing is, Nowadays, with lithium-ion batteries being more and more uh, prominent on the market, those kind of fast charging and quick uh, in-between interims charging um, uh, solutions, these will change the way how we are doing those kind of operating of vehicles by not doing uh, sending them for the charging room in the future. Uh, Julian, uh, when the vehicle, uh, let's say it's a forklift, uh, yeah. and you stop, uh, uh, you, you have one of your devices in the floor by by the men's room or the ladies' room. And uh, so they, a person goes in, grabs a smoke, if they're allowed to smoke in the building. And uh, so for that minute or three, is that a fast charge? That is actually a fast charge. And that's exactly what we like to do. Just imagine in the past, where you have those cables for the forklift, which are still available. And I guess the majority is still being charged by cable, which is okay technology. It's been there many, many years it works, but it's not really efficient in being autonomous and being flexible for the future. So just imagine, as you said, you pull up to the man's room, you, you have your uh, designated parking spot, you place your forklift, you jump out, out of it, and you go um, for your little uh, break, what you need, maybe having a cigarette all as well, outside the building, coming back in three minutes, that would be three minutes of net uh, charging time, which you nowadays don't have because you would drive to the charging room. You need to take the cable, plug it into the charger. Then you walk 300 meters to the men's room. You would take your pee, you come back three, 300 meters. No one would ever do that. So that's the, the, the companies and, and the trend goes for interims and let's say quick in between charging. But realistically, if you still have to perform manual work to get it to the charge, that will not be, let's say, usable on, on, on a shop floor because no one will do that going somewhere else, plugging it for five minutes, 
coming back, that's not going to work. With the autonomous charger, where it just places and the charging pad is actually so intelligent and smart that it realized, oh, there's a vehicle next to me. And it's, by the way, I can find out if it's a 24 volt lithium uh, lead acid battery or is it a 48 volt lithium ion battery? It doesn't matter. The, the system provides the right voltage to the right battery standing on top of um, the pad and can also, because it's completely can connected, communicate with the battery, knowing exactly how much power can I put in at what time. And that makes it a really, really smart solution um, to reduce excess and additional AGVs or forklifts in this case. Julian, you, men you mentioned that um, the, your device uh, is in the floor or on the floor. I didn't quite get that. Is it on the floor or is it built into the floor? Both is possible. So it depends on, on your application. We have, for example, AGV manufacturers or manufacturers you're using in Germany, uh, AGVs, who have a load of six to 12 tons. They transport very huge paper uh, rolls, for example, or uh, body parts of, of, a, of a truck or something in a manufacturing thing. There's, there's an opportunity to basically implement it in the floor, which means needs you have a high load um, availability. You can really drive with all the full load on top of it because it's seamless in the ground. That's of course a little bit more costly in terms of infrastructure, but comparing it, um, let's say if you build a complete new production site, that is only very small cost. What we in general do, and that is the, the main applications for our AGVs. And we normally place those, um, those charging systems which provide 3000 watts or three kilowatt uh, in systems that are providing um, loads between 50 to 600 kilograms, we basically provide normally like a little rubber mat, which is uh, not, it's, it's lower than one inch. And that little map is easily be too accessible by the AGV or by the industrial truck. And that the great thing is you don't have to implement it into the ground or into your warehouse. You basically place it somewhere, you plug uh, the cord uh, into the power outage of your, of your, um, facility and just imagine in three months you add additional storage room so you need to change the layout of your of your charging base just pick up the map place it three meters left plug it in again and you have uh, a new location for your charging system and that's actually the beauty of it that it's so flexible and it's able to be installed basically in less than an hour uh, by everyone who wants to change uh, location of the of the charging system this is like science uh, fiction, Julian. No, uh, it's real. It's real. I, it's real. I can, yeah. It's reality. It's, it's it's there. Tough on the teeth, uh, Julian. Uh, you're in Germany, and I I, I presume that you're producing uh, this uh, uh, technology in Europe. Uh, has it made it to the United States yet? Actually, that's that's a quick. It's a great question, and that's also I'm very happy that uh, we share that today. Um, actually, we were quite uh, proud to say that on Promat DX, which is uh, in April 2021, we'll do our first step into the uh, United uh, yeah into um, United States. So we'll we'll have a couple of systems already been at some customers that do the prototyping and they they do testing. But let's say let's go into full scale and start really to show out on the market that's going to be starting on April. 
Um, but yeah, there are some there are some uh, systems already been there and testing. Uh, I'm not allowed actually to to allow to announce the names, but these are big autonomous manufacturing companies, uh, very valuable companies as well, and they they they're trying it out. So. We got a huge success in Europe over the last two years. Um, we've been now implemented more than 1,500 systems into AGVs and mobile trucks. And of course, a great market for us because it's so innovative and, and it's so big, of course, uh, is the US. So that's going to be one of the next steps. For the sake of our audience, could you give us your uh, 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 URL for your website and uh, your email address that you would like folks from the good old USA to contact you? First of all, it's not a good old, it's actually, it's the best use I've ever had, I believe. And it's great uh, that we have a chance to meet there, hopefully at Promat uh, in April. But of course you can get more information at www.wiferion.com. And uh, if you put in just uh, in Google, uh, wireless charging for AGVs, you're gonna find us quite well because there's, there's not so many available at the moment. It's, it's definitely brand new uh, for the industry. The efficiency class, uh, the compactness and the smartness uh, is definitely unparalleled. And we would be very, very happy to have discussions with you. Look at your business case, look at your application. Um, I don't want to say it's the solution for everyone, but it's gonna be a solution for many, many applications in warehouses and manufacturing and e-commerce. And uh, yeah, we would be great to, to look at your, your type of uh, problems or solutions you need. And they would be happy to support you in looking into the details if that's something maybe which might uh, fit into your production side. Uh, I don't normally ask this question. So make believe I'm not asking it. <laughs> a, to install a system like this into a manufacturing uh, environment, what kind of costs are we talking about? And the great thing is, um, I, I cannot tell you, let's say, exact dollars, but compared, um, as I mentioned, it's quite simple to install. Most of the cases, we just deliver some kind of rubber mat, which is placed on the ground. You put a little tape, a gluing tape under it. You plug it in into your uh, wall at, at, the, at the outlet and the power outlet, which is a standard uh, plug for your, for your network. You don't need to install additional power because it has a three kilowatt and charges with 60 amp. Um, so basically the cost of installing is roughly zero. Um, of course, you have, to, you have to purchase the product when you like it. There's no question though, there's a, a little bit of cost, but it's comparable to um, good uh, and uh, let's say good and quality high chargers, which you can purchase at the, at the moment on the market as well. So basically, we're on the same level of, co of cost of, uh, of invest, but the total cost of ownership is rapidly cheaper because um, I, one thing that I have not mentioned yet, the great thing about it, it's called wireless, but it's not only wireless, it's actually contactless. And that's the big difference to the already existing technology of contact charger, which is fully fine and was developed in the 80s. It's, it's running, systems can drive over it and charge by themselves. But what you have, you always have contact and contact means maintenance, means wear and tear. And especially those parts, uh, those contacts have been not designed for a fleet of 300 robots, which are running uh, on a constant time over those contacts. And basically that means a lot of maintenance and additional man work by cleaning and making sure the products are in, let's say, in good condition. And that's the beauty 
we don't need to care about it. And my goal in the end is you never have to think about energy charging again because it's just there. That's amazing. Uh, you know, the cost, uh, the ROI on the downtime that you don't have anymore when a machine is parked over 200 yards away from, uh, you know, the picnic area, uh, that that's real money. Yeah, and uh, Lou, there's one more thing I would like to add, which you th should uh, consider it. Um, just imagine about a, a, a battery for a tucker train. Tucker train are those trucks which are pulling carts, and normally they are lead acid, uh, which is fully fine for us. We we or we we recommend, of course, lithium-ion batteries at the moment because uh, the total cost of ownership of lithium-ion are long time much much cheaper, and they also like it much more to be charged, let's say, quickly and. Uh, only in, in certain steps, not at full, but even lead acid, I'm fine. Just imagine how much capacity of your full battery you can actually reduce when you know, I always charge, let's say every 15 minutes, I charge for two minutes because I have to do my loading and unloading of the cards anyway. That means you basically always stay in the top 30, 40, 50% of your battery and you never need to have this additional 40, 50, 60% additional capacity, just in case one time you need to drive on, on, on a long way. So not only the investment cost or the, the, the maintenance cost of those contacts or the charging systems, um, also the battery sizes can be reduced tremendously. And especially looking at the lithium ion, that's a huge cost saving um, effect in the end. Julian, I'm just curious with this battery, is there also management software so I can know what I charged, how long I charged it, you know, which, which trucks did I charge? Yeah, that's, I'm going to show you one more, that, that little plate, which is basically a 10 by 10 inch. And you see those little two wide little windows. So that's basically our communication interface. So exactly a very good question, Tim, when, when, when a vehicle arrives, the two things, there's, there's of course two also on the other side of the vehicle. So one and one are meeting and that, then they're gonna com communicate and say, hey guys, I'm here, I'm the vehicle number uh, 7F and my battery is uh, only 30%. I rapidly need full power charge now. Uh, and by the way, my, my heat temperature is a little bit too high. So please make a maintenance check um, in the next couple of days because I'm not sure if everything is right. So basically those kind of information are automatically transported when as soon as a vehicle arrives on the charging pad. And that's absolutely, that, that's a huge uh, improvement, especially integrating into industry 4.0 uh, technologies where we're gonna be in five, six, 10 years, much more than we are now, because everything will be flexible and somehow autonomous and need to be controlled. So that's, that's actually uh, one of the uh, additional advantage compared to standard charger where you only have um, basically the, the, the power going in and out. Brilliant, brilliant, really well done. So to kind of wrap this up, take me through 2021 and maybe a little into the future, Julian, where do you see the applications for this outside the warehouse? Yeah. Um, the beauty also of that product is uh, just imagine you, you, you can, and we do already in Amsterdam, in Europe, we have a project at the moment. It's a prototype project, but what we do is we charge an electric boat, meaning there is a battery driven boat, which transport passengers and it doesn't need fuel anymore because it has batteries, lithium ion batteries. And whenever time it went to the dock station, 
we basically just hang this into the water. And there's a second part on the on, on, on the ground, on, on, on the ship, and they are even uh, exchanging energy through the water. Because it's a magnetic field, it's not real energy going, it's a magnetic field that is then being changed again into energy. So that would be one application, let's say, in the 2025 areas, uh, at 2025 um, arounding, I would say, which, is, which will be vastly available. Nowadays and in 21, clearly the warehouses, the production sites, uh, everywhere where you have an e-vehicle, just imagine you have an autonomous e-vehicle, you spend hundreds of thousands or thousands of dollars on it, and then you still have to, after eight hours, bring it to a place, have one guy plug it in. That's, for me, that's not really well thought through uh, fully autonomously. So that's where 2021 is in the future, maybe cars, maybe trains, maybe trucks, everything is possible, and we have to face the reality, there's going to be a time where the, the, the vast majority of new cars are going to be electric. GM just announced, I think 2035 is going to be only yes. electric vehicles. So Tesla is the most uh, yeah, expensive and valuable brand in automotive. It has, I think, more value than BMW, Mercedes, and Audi, Volkswagen together. So, I mean, if we just open the eyes, in about 10, 15, 20 years, there's a whole different game on, on the automobile side. And yes, from my point of view, it's going to be charged inductive. I, I can see this in your garage, the garage floor. How about a traffic lights, you know, where you have to... Absolutely. And just imagine, we are now at the beginning of getting autonomous drive vehicles. So Tesla is doing first, uh, uh, first tests. Just imagine maybe 20, 25 years ahead, there's going to be swarm intelligence, meaning we're going to, the, the cars will drive by themselves and they will perfectly be aligned uh, bumper to bumper. There's not going to be stopping brakes because with the new network, let's call it not 5G, but 8G or 10G, there's going to be instant communication. So uh, just imagine a stoplight gets red or it gets green actually. So all vehicles will start simultaneously starting moving and they will be fully, uh, fully autonomous driving. And that means, for example, yes, just imagine because that technology can also go both ways. We could have transferring of energy from one battery from a car into another car, let's say three cars behind in the line, because it's, it's a magnetic um, technology which is allowed both ways to be, uh, to be transferred. In our product at the moment, that is not being designed and not being programmed because I don't need at the moment to have an industrial forklift truck to give energy back to the, to the charging dock. But in, uh, in general topics, that's possible. And uh, we have proven that, it, that it's possible and it works. And that's what I believe it will be. So people will just go to the garage. The, the, the car will autonomously park. You just get off the car. It will close automatically. And it will start charging, and it will tell you on your on your smartphone or on your smart glasses or whatever you're going to wear. Be already, Mr. Smith. Your car is ready to drive. Have a nice day. It's unbelievable. It's it's, it's really terrific, and uh, I I would strongly strongly recommend uh, Julian that uh, I presume that you are going to be advancing the technology further and further going into the future. Uh, please keep in contact with us. Uh, we'd love to have you on the show and listen to the, the newest, greatest uh, uh, non-connected charging station. Uh, terrific. Thank you for being on the show.
Yeah, I thank you so much. And again, if you have a chance, uh, check out ProMatDx uh, on uh, in April. Uh, we're going to present also seminars. We're going to try to teach a little bit what's possible to open up ideas in the, in the minds uh, of everyone in the industry. Uh, we are, we're very happy to be on the show and thanks again. And yeah, let's let's keep in touch. Uh, if you like, uh, uh, send us a, send us a contact, send us a question, look at whatever you find. We'll be very happy to answer you. And yeah, stay safe and uh, hope to see you soon in the States. Thank you. Jim? Julian Zyla, thank you. Brilliant stuff. Really terrific. Uh, the website again, right behind Julian is the name Zyferian. Just put .com behind it and you've got his website. And we will chat with him in the future because I know he's coming up with some really cool stuff. Julian, thanks for joining us on Manufacturing Talk Radio. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. You yeah. too. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.